What is up? How are y'all doing? It's Friday and welcome to the WAN Show. We've got a great show lined up for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the cease and desist that Lenovo issued to Framework, the laptop company that I invested in, over their power button. We will also be talking about the potential upcoming branding for LTT Labs. Spoiler alert, it is not going to be LTT Labs. Um, Otherwise... I just spoiled it. So alert, I have not spoiled it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, John Deere tractor used to run Doom because oh, we are so big. slowly reducing the amount of things in the world that can't run Doom. No, it's a bigger story than that, Luke, but we'll talk about no, it, it is later. actually It is actually very cool. Um, also, trust me, bro. Oh, no. You're really making that a headline topic? I was going to try and I was going to try and slip it in somewhere. Screwdriver people... pop-up. Okay. Sure. Sweaters! The metaverse is awful! Shill harder, Luke. Shill harder. Yeah. Let's jump right into our first topic. I admit I debated you guys a little bit. I actually agree with Lenovo. This was... This was a thing the way that you do say you didn't? had to happen. Well, okay, I guess I didn't. But the, the implication might be that I'm, like, mad about it. But there's right. nothing to really be mad about. It looks pretty innocent. It doesn't look like it was something they planned to do. It looks like a very reasonable design if you're making a plastic thing that needs to continue working and also needs to be moved. Yep. Um, uh, obviously, it's not their logo because you can't. 3D print their logo without the centerpiece falling through. But yeah. the reason that Lenovo came after them, Framework tweeted about it, is that the resemblance of Framework's power button on their first party 3D printed case um, to the Lenovo O Legion design is unmistakable. That's what we call in the biz and oops. My bad. Yeah, and they're and they're already working on it. They they asked for like community contests, uh, which is a kind of a cool idea where people can submit designs, and whoever can come up with the best design is going to get a free uh, i5 1135G7 mainboard, which is cool. It was noted by uh, forum member Midcore that Lenovo's gaming le- uh, O Legion gaming logo used to actually look like this. But that's the one I kind of remember. It bore a lot of resemblance uh, to the Mercedes Benz logo. Uh, <laughs> so, as it turns out, there's just not a whole lot more ways that you can put some things through or on a circle. Actually, oh, am I? I'm wearing it right now. I happen to be wearing our case shirt design that has been pointed out to me looks an awful lot like the Renault logo, uh, like Renault cars. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, not intentional. It. No association whatsoever. It just happens to be a what? What is it? Isometric view of a box. It's it's, it's a computer case. <laughs> it, it wasn't the intention, but yeah. that's what that's what happens. And given the fact that Lenovo and Framework do exist within the same space, they both make laptops. Say, for example, I can understand why Lenovo, whether they wanted to or not, had to point out that their trademark was kind of being infringed and you guys really need to make a slightly different looking power button. Yeah, so as much fine. as as much as 
I don't think anyone wanted this to happen. I actually agree with Lenovo's cease and desist. Clearly, Framework isn't too salty about it either. So they are figuring this out. Now, our discussion topic here from Adam, from our writing team, is why do companies waste time and money on things like this? And they really sort of have to. The reason is that they actually have to. If they want to keep their trademark, then they have to uphold their trademark. Yeah. And they have to go after anyone who is illegitimately using their trademark. And this isn't one of those things where Lenovo tried to trademark an actual circle or you know, putting the letter I in a word. This is this very clearly a logo design and very clearly looked pretty much identical to the one that Framework was it using is a, for the power it, button. It, I do agree with all that. It is a little annoying because like I said earlier, that design is very logical for making like a piece of plastic that would depress down into a button. Yes. So and it wasn't being like- A logo on the product. Yeah, it it's was a literally functional... just a functional piece. Um, so that that part is pretty annoying to me, but I do agree with the things that Linus said. Uh, you can use it in in court cases. You can say like, oh, well, they haven't defended this before. So there was precedent set that they wouldn't defend this in the future. And people have won cases based off that. Yeah. So you actually do need to like defend these things. It's just, again, like this, I could see this being annoying for 3D printers that are trying to commercialize certain products. Oh, for sure. But then again, if you're not trying to make an enclosure for a laptop motherboard, maybe they won't go after. Then you. they probably don't have to defend it because you. Uh, it's I, I, enough I, removed. I, I believe. Something. Yeah, I believe we're, that's we're getting how it into works. things that we don't necessarily uh, dabble with too. Yeah, much, I'm not but. an expert, but I do know enough to know that they they do actually need to go after this. Yeah. In other news, Apple has restricted their ad tracking. Or nope. ad, I'm sorry, Apple nope. restricted ad tracking. Yes, but not necessarily their own. That's yeah, like not the their whole own. That's the, the whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the whole point. You know what? Fine. Why don't you do it then? Uh, in in uh, Mark German. Hopefully, I said that right. Predicts that Apple is going to significantly expand its own advertising business. And I was told by Riley that if this guy says something like that, it's like going to be a thing. So apparently sure. this is not, this is like technically a rumor, but also not really. This is hilarious. This is, this is much more notable because of other recent actions that they have partaken. Uh, they implemented app tracking transparency that requires developers to implement a pop-up asking users if they can track them outside of the app, but it doesn't do that for their own apps. That's hilarious. Because those are first party apps with first party tracking that apparently does not need the pop-up. I am not well, an this... Apple user. It is unclear to me if when you are first setting up an iPhone, does it ask you if it is okay to track or not? Because that to me completely changes this situation. Okay, well, why don't you keep talking about it while I go get an iPhone and wipe okay, it? Okay, cool, yeah. Because um, to, to me, basically, if just like on Windows, right? When you're first setting up Windows, it asks you a bunch of different things about how, uh, like, oh, can you can we take diagnostic data? Well, we're going to take it anyways. But can we take advanced diagnostic data? Or can we just only take basic diagnostic data, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the way through the setup? If it's similar to that, if Apple says, can we track you for advertising reasons, whatever, uh, when you're first setting up your, your iPhone, then this isn't a big deal to me personally. I, I understand other people might disagree. Um, but if they don't ask you on initial phone setup, and then they also don't ask you for individual apps, then that's a little bit scummy. Um, 
apparently when Apple first implemented their app tracking transparency system, um, Apple's own ad sales tripled um, while third-party app companies like Facebook and Snapchat had their ad sales drop by 13%, which is like massive when in some cases that's like pretty much your entire business. Um, Apple does sell ads on some of its platforms. Apparently they are planning on expanding this potentially. Um, Apple sells ads on Apple News, Stocks, TV Plus, Sports, and uh, inside the App Store. Apparently, developers complained with the App Store because they have to pay to get the top search result for their app title. Um, but that's a problem with Google and everything else as well. It's so, almost like monopolies are bad. Yeah. It's just almost. A very almost. negative way, but sort of how it works. Um, oh, man. This is great. It's just, it's so, I, the thing that drives me crazy about Apple is not that they are any more evil than any other gigantic Yeah member of a, a monopoly duopoly or oligopoly or what what you know wow whatever basically any any other company that exists within a, a highly consolidated vertical no they're they're honestly they're not really any worse but what they are is hypocritical what they are is arrogant and what they are is smug and so they'll sit here and wax philosophical about all the ways that we could protect the environment and, and do better and, you know, whatever. And then it comes out that, you know, oh, their big idea here is that we'll stop shipping chargers with our phones. No, that's a cost-saving measure. That's a cost-saving measure and clever marketing for it. You never cared about the environment even one bit. That had nothing to do with the decision. And it's the same thing here. Apple will talk endlessly about how much they care about user privacy. And then they will go and put all their Chinese users' data in a data center that is quite literally owned by the CCP. I'm sorry. Do you? Oh, so you care about your users' data as long as your users aren't that color. Okay, sure, Apple. Good job. You care about all this advertising tracking until it's your ad. Good job. Well, maybe. So, so it's so it's fine, I guess. We'll you're see. not you're not really doing anything any worse than anyone else, probably. But you just are constantly engaging in this double speak about it. Just say, yeah, fuck you. We're gonna take all your data. Like, okay, fine. Unless they're not. Okay, so here it is. Which we need to figure out. Yeah, okay. All right, so Luke is going to set up an iPhone for probably the first time. No. Really? I do for full play. Ah, okay. <laughs> we have an iOS app. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, no. I don't know. Do you wanna you wanna tell us tell us about it? Oh, in the meantime, I should probably tell you guys what's new on the store because we have like four topics for the show today. We got like nothing. So if there's anything you guys want to hear us discuss, now's a really good time to send in a merch message. And uh maybe we can maybe we can go have a look at what it is, talk about it on the show. I don't oh, know do what know happened the, to the doc this week. Do you know this? Uh ooh. Crap! What's the Wi-Fi password? Oh balls! Uh, I will. I, can, I will I look, look it up. up. That's fine. You okay, you know what? No, I'm gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. You look it up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show off what's new on the on the store here. Holy crap! We have a lot of stuff that's new this week. Okay. I will go ahead and screen share with y'all. Here we go. 
the RGB hoodie is here. You probably didn't even notice yet, but I am actually wearing this hoodie. It doesn't show up on camera very well, but it has these fun little color flecks. It's called a multi-nep where they, uh, they, they weave in these little colored little bits of of other colors. I'm not describing it very well. You know what's easier is probably just going onto the product page and showing you guys what it looks like. So there you go. Up close, it kind of looks like that. So it adds just a little bit of fun into uh, an otherwise just comfortable, stretchy gray hoodie. Uh, another fun thing is that it actually comes with, I think, ooh, does it not? Okay, I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything then. Okay, so that's it. Subtle, stealthy branding down on the kangaroo this? pocket. Uh, yeah, I think. Nope. It doesn't look like it. Uh, what the? I don't, oh, man. Come on. Okay, apparently I have to look up the Wi-Fi. So anyway, Sorry. if you guys want to pick up an RGB hoodie, we've got those live on the store. They're awesome. My my favorite shirt so far is the the white, uh, I think it's just called Multi-Nep. Uh, but that one, it looks super great. I know right now on camera from there, you can't see it so much, um, but it looks really, really cool. And it's nice, nice that it isn't just like random paint that was like tossed on it. It's actually little bits of fabric. Um, so it like feels cool. It looks great. I really like the, the rainbow neck thing. That's all on the shirt as well, but you don't see that. On the sweater, you can see for him, it's mostly hidden. Um, but for me, because I have mine completely open, it kind of no. lays out on the side and looks kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. These are like our favorite. I, when we got the shirts, I was like, man, I hope we have a gray shirt. I didn't quite get a gray shirt, but I got a gray sweater. Pretty sweet. We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there, Luke. Yeah. Uh, in other news, we finally have it. It finally happened. The Lambo edition of the LTT water bottle is here. I don't have any notes on it and i don't even know where to find it on the store linus is right in front of you no i mean no i i <laughs> i can see the water bottle ass. i just don't know where it is on the store i don't know where I mean, people can buy it it's probably just on the water bottle with its own color thing nope. no it's not it's not so i don't uh oh it's gray why would it be gray Okay, well, the Lambo Edition bottle is here. Nice. Um, okay, it's gray. So good luck finding it if you didn't happen to watch this segment of the show. We'll need to change that. So, Ooh, yeah. The color yeah. looks very different in person than it does in the photos. Hopefully that's just a display calibration thing for me. But it's more of a dark green, less of like a, like a neon green. So hopefully you guys don't end up um, thinking that it's a different green or whatever uh how's that how's that set up oh you're on data and privacy now data okay and privacy. What's this up? icon appears when an apple feature asks you to use your personal information you won't see this with every feature since apple collects this information only when needed to enable features secure our services or personalize your experience there it is there's the juicy one that's the good one em. Apple believes privacy is a fundamental human right, so every Apple product is designed to minimize the collection and use of your data. Use on-device processing wherever possible and provide transparency and control over your information. There's learn more, continue. We're going to continue. Face ID, set up later. Create passcode. What, you're just going to wipe it again anyways? Yeah, but use one that I will know. Use the, yeah, 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 please. Change. Okay, thanks, cool. <laughs> um, 
Because I would never guess that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, man. So, honestly, doesn't look great. Seems like Apple is basically just doing their their usual rules for thee and not for me. I haven't even got there yet, really. Well, I mean, it was right there. They basically said, yeah, we're not going to collect it except when we need it to personalize your experience. Personalize your experience is just marketing speak, business speak for collect your data and serve you. People in chat told ads. me that there's an option, but now I need like an Apple ID to keep going. stuff. And this is just going to turn into a whole Apple thing. Okay. I, okay. I have one, but there's like no shot. I remember the password. <laughs> yeah, I, I know mine. But yeah, is that it for the store stuff? Did you talk about the discount? No. There's a discount. There is a discount. There's a discount. If for a limited time, you can buy a Swacket and get a scarf for 50% off automatically applied at checkout. Just add both to cart. There you go. The screwdriver warranty will be available next week if you're interested. Um, uh, we'll go over that in a bit more detail later. Yeah, there you go. No more information. That's all you get. Uh, other than that, I think it's just things that we'll talk about more later. Uh, if I can do another topic right now, uh, I don't know if oh you've seen God. this, but the it's not a text message service they're calling the metaverse looks awful. Have you seen this, Colton? I did. It looked terrible. It's actually stunning. Like I, I thought it was a joke. I saw it many times, and I thought that just like some YouTuber or TikTok person or something made a fake image and people were like that's funny and kept pushing it around uh and then only when i sat down here did i realize that it was actually real and actually sent out by the mark himself um but yeah let's 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 get this on screen Um, okay you want your screen up just right now so this is an actual message wait what from mark zuckerberg i thought this was a joke that's a exactly i thought this was like a wee like apparently no apparently this is horizon worlds we're launching horizon worlds in france and spain today so it it initially launched in like i think it was canada the u.s and uk does he just like have a secret desire to be a vtuber and the meta building the metaverse there's no way because vtubers look way better They are way beyond this. Like VTubers are in a completely different world um, than the, this. The really People are bizarre... saying Photoshop. No, this is paint. Like or like maybe they uh, filled colored cells in Excel or something. This is like pretty much the worst thing I've ever seen. There, there's. It was pointed out by uh, I believe Ploof wrote this topic um, that Horizon Worlds, a free VR game published by Meta. Uh, was released in December 9th, 2021. It has an 18 plus age restriction. It was initially released, yeah, in Canada, the US and the UK. And it has 300,000 users as of February. Second Life, a game released in 2003, initially, has 900,000 active users now. Um, Apparently this has been updated. It's somehow worse. That... You know, there's this like whole joke that he like people say that he looks like a lizard or he looks yeah. possessed or something. That doesn't help. Yeah, the eyes. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't think there's a soul behind them. Also, the game's already out. So that was a screenshot from the game. So they can't really like make it much better just like that. 
like they they there there's some message that he sent out apparently about how they're going to be like working on it and improving it. Uh-huh. Like yeah, of course. It is not rated very well, but I can't tell if it's just being review bombed because it's Facebook. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop looking at this. It's just such a joke. <laughs> I just can't. Like, oh my goodness. So he's digitally selfieing in front of a monument that looks awful, and he looks awful. And the other monument behind it. What is this button? Looks awful. Like, why? But he just. And the grass looks it awful. It looks so amateur. And what I think are potentially trees on a mountain look awful, but I have no idea what they even are. Um, yeah, it's 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 horrible. Um, the discussion question is how is he so proud of something that looks so bad? Is he genuinely clueless? Has he never played a video game before? Even VR chat looks way better than this. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Uh, I've been wondering that for quite a while. There are other Oculus first party apps that look wildly better. Like the home. Yeah. That's been out for like ever. Oh yeah. Astronomically better than this. Oh yeah. So like, it's not like they're not capable of more. The Beat Saber avatars yeah. are like on par. Oh, better. And they're not probably. even trying. Yeah. Are you talking about the Oh no, you're not Okay. No, 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 that's a different thing. Okay. I was thinking about the like avatar that you use when you have the like No, 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 that's perspective. That's oh, no. a different okay, thing. Okay, so though. that's um Oh, 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 v- VR me or something like that. VR me. I Ready player Ready player me. Yeah. Yeah, you can create you can create an avatar of yourself at this level of quality in like minutes. Here, choose your body type. Take a photo. Oh wow, look, we're gonna we're gonna go through the process. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, yeah, I'm gonna make a better avatar than Mark Zuckerberg with his billions of dollars in metaverse funding. And I'm gonna do it on this crappy webcam. One moment, please. Oh. Oh no, I should pick a file. I should pick a file. In the background too. Hold on. That's a good idea. So that that updated picture that you posted, there's also an updated like uh, landscape and architecture, textures, models, meshes, whatever you want to call it, picture. Um, they they got posted on Instagram. I have that post from Zuck himself, uh, but we'll we'll show that after. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so good. Here we go. Just the widest chin. Um, okay. Yes, that is Linus. It's perfect. I've never seen anything that looks more like Linus before. Uh, I mean, it's not great. Here, let's just, we'll give him a beard. It's because it's using generic, like, pre-made beard model stuff. You know what? You know what? Not bad. It's okay. Better than, better than I, I think this. it's using canned, like, model things. Okay, so you can, you can go to my screen. These are these are the updated ones. Oh my god, this is so scary. Okay, it is worlds better than the thing on the left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worlds better, and I would say ah, this looks more like James than like me. But this also doesn't look. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's Mark. It's Mark. But he also has a very distinctive, gigantic forehead and very short haircut. So hard to say, hard to say. Either way, the fact that this was just a simple little like character creator thing. um, That can be put into VR, to be clear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, this is what I used to create the model that I use for uh, full body streaming Beat Saber. And it was so here, I'm gonna this show, simple. I'm going to show my screen real quick. So this bottom one, uh, which I'll raise up so it gets above our camera, this is the like landscape architecture textures thing that I was mentioning. So that looks wildly better than what it looked like in the picture. And I would say, while this still doesn't look like necessarily that great, there is an art style going on here, and it is wildly better than the previous one. The thing that I don't understand is, I can't go back. Oh no. Oh no. Can I help you? Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> um, the, the thing that I don't understand is why you would even, like, don't talk about that first one. <laughs> that shouldn't be released and you, that should never be seen publicly. Like that is trash. The second one looks like it could be pretty good. Like I could with with the art style and whatnot that's going on with this model thing, I, I think people could accomplish things that look pretty good. And with the architecture and textures and whatnot in the lower picture, I yeah. Someone someone one of the comments, I actually completely agree with this. One of the comments says, wait a minute, that screenshot is from a modded copy of Skyrim. I don't think that's like true. Um, but it, it actually it looks like it is. Um but for a VR game, you know it, like it's whatever. But yeah, that first picture is just so incredibly bad that I can't believe it was ever allowed to be viewed publicly. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, uh, why don't we jump into a couple of merge messages just so that people can, uh, instead of, guys, remember, don't send super chats or bits on Twitch or whatever else. I'm not like being like, oh, reverse psychology, you should definitely send, no, do, do not send them. Uh, if you want to, if you want to interact with the show, it's far better to pick something up on lttstore.com. Whenever we're live, you'll see a field in the checkout that'll prompt you to send a merch message that will go through to our producer, Colton, today, and he will uh, either have it pop up on the screen down below or he will curate it so that we can address it later. So if you have any suggestions for topics you want us to talk about, that is the best way to send them to us. I know that it requires money, but at least unlike a super chat, you actually get something cool in the mail after spending your money, even if we don't happen to address your topic. That's why we don't the recommend the be. super chats. Is it just the value is the value merch message is much higher? Yeah, because like you get like a, a hoodie or like a, you yeah. know some hair scrunchies or whatever else it is that you happen to need. Sure. All right. This first one comes from Tommy and is probably for Linus. Uh, watched for almost ten years, and you've taught me the principles that shaped who I am today. What are some, that's so sweet. What are some important lessons you teach your kids? Oh, run with scissors. No, no that's bad, Luke. Yeah, who taught you that? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> um, man, I don't, I don't know. I guess there's like there's a few things that I'm super hardline about. Like one of the things that I will say to my kids constantly is, "Nothing worth doing is easy." Uh, whenever they complain that something takes a long time or is hard. I'll basically just like, it's like, it's one of my stereotypical dad responses. Like, yeah, well, if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth doing. So mm. good thing it isn't because otherwise you're wasting your time. Like that, that's sort of the, the, the rationale. If it's easy, anyone can do it. So if it's hard, then, you know, put your head down and get at it. Um, Embrace the suck. Yeah. Another big one is manners cost nothing. I don't actually phrase it that way, but I am an absolute Nazi when it comes to please, thank you excuse me i have uh, witnessed this yeah i'm i'm like brutal when it comes to that stuff i will i will i will pretend my kids don't exist if i do not hear please uh you know even like men they'll be like hurt 
and crying and want me to pick them up. And I'll be like, Oh my. Oh, for real though. That, that I haven't witnessed. For real though. And the reason for it is that it costs nothing and means everything to other people. So for me, it's less about the actual words and it's more about taking that fraction of a second to be appreciative or be grateful or acknowledge that you've done something that you you shouldn't have or or whatever it is. And it costs absolutely nothing and makes you a more pleasant human being to interact with. So um so that that's a big one. It's just it's it's just part of the overall just be respectful to other people. Um I don't know. I mean, there's just, there's not much other than just like, don't be a jackass, I guess. Um, the old wise words of Bill and Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. Right. Like it's, uh, oh, I mean, one that I harp on a lot, I guess, is your siblings for life. Figure it out. Um, you know, we don't really, we don't really tolerate them speaking to each other disrespectfully. Um, like if they, oh, uh, whining's another one. So if they, if they whine about anything, you know, one of my big ones is like, what's the purpose of what you just said? Will it make this faster? No. Okay. Will it make us all more comfortable? No. Okay. Well then stop. Um, and it's, I don't know. My kids are amazing because that kind of stuff actually works and it definitely wouldn't have worked on me. I was awful. Like you couldn't go to a restaurant with me. I was like bouncing off the walls. Like that makes sense. Yeah. Thanks for that. No problem. I've been around Linus's kids. They're very well behaved. They are. So kudos. All right. Next one comes from McGregor. Um, and they say, he says, they say, he, hi, Linus. I work for a T-Mobile dealer and was wondering if you've ever thought about doing a video like Secret Shopper, but for self-service providers instead of PC retailers. We'd love to. The problem is that <laughs> there are so many facets to a service provider that are uh device specific i wanted to rage region at specific yeah. sorry i wanted to rage at telus last show yeah yeah i mean there's and like i still think they're the best option locally for internet because of shaw's whole fake fiber thing and stuff I yep just, it was yeah i've had good experiences i've had bad experience with every telco i just when your company's that big too it's the the chance you get someone really good versus the chance you get someone really high is the, there's like such a huge pool of people that that could land on. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. All right, next question comes from Top Sponge. Hey, Linus, do the writers have any kind of partial ownership of the channel they focus on? For example, does Jonathan have partial ownership in MAC address, Riley, TechLinked, etc.? If not, is that something you'd ever consider? That's a good question. Right now, all the IP is held by Linus Media Group Incorporated. Um, I think that, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's honestly a bigger debate than one that we can really have here on this show. You know, I think you're getting into kind of like a, um, uh, 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 oh man, what's the what's the term I'm looking for? Basically, it's like a capitalist versus more communist type of uh, philosophy, right? So uh, own, own ownership of the means of production, right? So Yeah, because I don't think you can stop at the, the writers. Because what if yeah. there's a writer well, that's that doesn't... ridiculous. What if the writer is, doesn't host? Uh, why, the, why don't the editors and shooters have anything in this? Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Like, what about logistics? Why don't they own some of the channel? They help so, produce it. 
Um, you know, our our approach up until now has been that you know, no, we pay, we pay well. Um, if you were to, I think that if you were to come in with some kind of asset, and that was part of the the deal of of bringing you into the company. Like, let's say, for example, we were to, okay, here, I'll use UFD, since uh, he actually did an April Fool's joke that we acquired him. So if we were to, if we were to hire Brett, then as part of that deal, I might say, hey, Brett, we also want to acquire your channel. Um, you know, he might come back to me and say, well, I would be comfortable selling a a portion of the channel, but I'd like to retain, let's say, a 25% stake. So in the event that you were to ever sell that asset, I would get part of the payout, right? That, that might be part of the conversation that we had about it. But because that asset was created from the ground up using Linus Media Group resources, no, there there is no ownership stake from the channel writer. Uh, you know, Jonathan Horst, for example, didn't even work here yet when we conceptualized starting up that channel um you know he didn't work on say for example the art assets so where's where's sarah's take right so uh, no everyone was working as an employee here at the company and the asset is owned by the company not even me personally and i know that that's a distinction that won't matter to a lot of you but legally it does all right i got another one this one comes from randall what phone is your favorite of all phones you've used as your daily driver? I'm going to get Luke to go first because I think he hates all of them. And that's funny. Of, of all time? Is that so like? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So in that moment in time, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Is it Samsung Galaxy S3? Is that right way of saying that? The one that had the removable back and battery? Yeah, I think the S3 had a removable back. Yeah. 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 I loved that phone. It felt indestructible. I, I remember multiple times dropping it and it would just explode every single time. The back would go flying in one direction. The battery would go flying in another direction. The phone itself would skid somewhere else uh, and then it would be fine every single time. Um, there was one time where I was running at school and I jumped over a fence and it was in my like sweater pocket. So I'm already decently tall and then I jumped and then it went flying up out. So it got some like air and whacked into uh, uh, like concrete and blew up everywhere. And I put it back together going like, there's no way this is going to work. And it immediately turned back on and was like, I'm fine. And that thing was a tank. Um, and it was also like pretty fast and felt pretty nice for its time. Phones used to be durable, man. I dropped my yeah. Samsung Jive off the back of a cantering horse. I don't know why I was trying to use my phone on the back of a horse <laughs> while I was at running speed. Yeah. But it hit the ground, exploded. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put it back together and uh and and it fired up. I guess that would maybe be one of my one of my favorite phones. The only thing I liked about it was it had this ringtone that I really liked. I've never had a better ringtone than that one. Uh, if I could find it, I would totally put it on my current phone. But for me, I'd say I have to pick the Note 9. It's the most complete phone ever, in my opinion. It has a non-picture-based face unlock with their iris scanner that I don't believe was, mm, was... Was it present in the Note 7? I'm trying to remember. The, the one that blew up? I, th I think it might have been. But it went away after the Note 9. So it had an iris scanner, which came in handy for me a lot. While all the um, definitely savvy shoppers with iPhones were pulling their masks off to use Face ID and putting them back on, 
I was able to use Iris Scan. Uh, also, it has a uh, like a touch sensor, uh, a fingerprint sensor that is not Samsung's new ultrasonic one that is slow and inaccurate and basically sucks. Had a headphone jack. Uh, the one thing that it didn't have is an IR emitter. Like uh, other than that, it had basically everything. Yeah, SD yeah, yeah. expansion. Notes were always very like every feature possible. Yeah. Were. It didn't have a removable battery, but it's also not a ton of work to swap the battery in that particular device. Wireless charging, no reverse wireless charging, but that's something that even on a device that I believe this one has it. I, I don't know. I've never checked. I don't care. I would never use that. I, I don't have any like proof for this, but I always kind of liked the removable battery because of the drop it and it explodes thing. Because I always had the like thought in my head that it might be similar to kind of like ceramics. Mm -hmm. Like some of the force goes in throwing that backplate and that battery and stuff like that instead oh, that's of in totally a thing. smashing something. So I kind of liked the idea that when I dropped my phone, it would kind of blow up like that. Because it's like, it's not like I'm not going to find the backplate. I still think it's a bug rather than a feature, but sure, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with a bug. That Lego phones. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't do that unless it, it received a significant amount of force. So I don't know. I was always down with it. D-Boss, yes, we do. All right. This next one, I'm going to apologize to you, Linus. This mm -hmm. one comes from Andrew. Hey, everyone. I was so excited for the channel Superphone on Floatplane. It was so hilarious. Linus, in two words, how much damage did Dennis cause to your house? Hmm. I think you could use one word. I'm going to check the wording here because... Um, it's funny that you would say Dennis caused the damage to my house and not Dennis and Colton whoa, whoa, whoa. caused to my house. Don't involve me. Um, Definitely does say just Dennis, but... Sorry, I get two words to describe the damage you guys did to the house? Yeah. Um, thousands and dollars. It was pretty bad. How about that? So they... That, that they, floor was... They wanged the abused. banister which is a pretty small fix. Yeah. A little bit of wood filler, some primer, sand, prime, paint, maybe sand again, paint again. Like you could probably, you could smooth that out. But the damage they did to the floor in the main bedroom <laughs> would necessitate taking like a not insubstantial amount. Like it's, it's basically not fixable. By the time they sanded the entire floor down enough to take out the gash that they put in the middle of my brand new, by the way. This is literally brand new flooring that was installed fresh as part of this renovation. The gash they put in the floor, they would have to take off so much of the top surface of it that you would actually have to pull off the baseboards, move them down, and repaint the walls. Like, you would basically have to remodel the entire f***ing room to undo the damage that they did. It was really bad. It was yeah, a pretty really deep bad. gouge, and we tried moving the bed at least three times. On the first time, I was like, this is not what this should sound like, Dennis. Let's go get a Vaughn. And he's like, no, 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 we got this. Like, just horrifying. You. No, we have- You were the adult in the room. We have- You bear part of the responsibility. <laughs> we have video evidence. Uh, Brutal. Cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't, I think the- I don't know. How many times have I like yelled at our staff? Like like CEO yelling at What do you mean yell? Like straight up yell yell? Yeah, like mad yell. Very like, not few. just like you speaking get quiet. passionately. Yeah, he gets quiet when he's really mad. Yeah, I haven't not, heard not that often. I've de I can definitely remember a few, but not that often. Okay, well, I have a well, favorite one. Hit me with one. I I have one that I remember that was like really good. I was I was furious. My favorite one was at my parents' house. Oh, what was that one? 
don't Scrapyard even Wars. This. Oh. Were you okay. there? I heard I heard about this. I okay, think. was that me? Was I off camera though, or was I hamming it up for camera? Because you were off there... camera. Okay. Uh, what did I? Uh, what was it then? I don't even remember. Um. Well, technically, okay. Technically, it was filmed. There is footage of it, but like it wasn't. We weren't like supposed. To, like a camera <laughs> would just happen to be rolling. Um. But someone was trying to because so. There was like judging happening in the family room, <laughs> and the judges were out in the garage. And yeah. you were able to monitor the filming and stuff that was happening in the family room, but you needed people to start shooting in the garage. And if you remember, like the whole reason why we were there was because yes. the day was crazy because the power yes. was out at the office and like all these yes. things were going weird. So it was a very stressful day. And then filming was like not happening correctly. And you, I, yeah, I don't want to recreate it, but. Were we filming Channel Super Fun 2 at the same time? Yes, at the field. Yes, with the bumper balls or whatever yep. it was. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a, a interesting day. That was a stressful day. I think I've only seen you yell twice, maybe. And I don't remember the exact situations. The time that I remember, because I was I was more furious than almost any other time I can remember running this company, was when we lost a shoot due to utter carelessness. Just like completely we're like lost the SD card that had the entire footage for our shoot on it. This was a long time ago, wasn't it? That was it? a long time okay, ago. Okay, yeah. I yeah. have very, very vague memories of this. Yeah, that was uh, that was back at the at the Langley house. Yeah. So there's there's not many times that I have like yelled at people unironically. Um and I wasn't even yelling at a person in that case because it wasn't an individual that was responsible for it. It was one of those as a team, we were just being utterly careless with our data. And I, you know, I find I find it's not the size of the transgression, it's the necessity of the transgression. And losing that data was utterly unnecessary. It basically was a combination of it's a boiling again. Utter, utter apathy and incompetence. Like there was just no other yeah, way that yeah, it could you have happened. You can't lose footage like that. Yeah. yeah. Um and and I and the specific circumstances around it though. Sometimes bad stuff happens. And I'm understanding of that. Like we've we had people uh, I don't think I even yelled when someone who's no longer here left an entire camera bag full of camera, media, uh, everything, just like sitting in front of a lobby in Vegas, just got in the cab without it, just left it there. Like I like Oof. stuff happens. But when it's when you had every opportunity in the world to to back up the data and you just didn't, uh, then I get then I start to get really frustrated. Um so I was not as mad as I was when we lost the data. But because of how unnecessary the damage was to the floor, I didn't mince words. I think I made it clear that I was extremely unhappy with the result. I Can't was there confirm. when I found it. Yeah. yeah. You were he, there when I found it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's he right. sent a message, and I, was, I read the message, and I immediately understood the severity of said message. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yell though. Nope. I, didn't yell. No, I, didn't. I don't. I don't think yelling is healthy. I don't think it's constructive. There was a company that I used to work with, um, like back when I was a product manager, and I was told that their their boardroom meetings would often devolve into people yelling and literally screaming at each other. And I was 
I, I was I, I heard just this a and fight I, for volume and Dude, I just went what what on what possible reason could you have to be yelling at each other in a business meeting aren't I, you all on the same team I interviewed somebody a few weeks ago for one of the business job postings we have open and when we we're talking about you know why what's wrong with your current position they were saying like hey um, the work conditions here aren't good and kind of dug into that a little bit and basically it was like yeah the way that we deal with any issue large or small is just screaming at each other and I was like, oh, that doesn't seem very constructive. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't we jump into another topic while Colton digs through some of these incoming merch messages? Yeah. People are pretty into the new stuff. Oh, uh, you know what? One last thing, just because we do need to queue up all the merch messages. For those of you who were waiting, holding out, holding out for a guarantee, a warranty on the backpack, it's here. It's here. This is the Trust Me Bro Guarantee Limited mm. Lifetime Warranty. We offer a limited lifetime warranty that the LTD backpack is free from manufacturing and material defects. The limited lifetime warranty is valid for the usual and customary life of the LTD backpack. The manner in which the LTD backpack is used directly impacts the usual and customary life of the product as materials will deteriorate and fade over time and moving parts such as zippers will also wear. The limited lifetime warranty does not cover damages caused by misuse, abuse, or by accident or negligence, damage caused by rips, cuts, or tears, normal wear and tear, including the breakdown of materials over time, products purchased from unauthorized dealers, cosmetic damage, or unauthorized modification or alteration. In order to make a warranty claim, you must be the original purchaser of the LTT backpack from ltdstore.com or provide a copy of the original proof of purchase. So we do actually cover um we do actually cover secondary owners or tertiary owners. We, we don't care. The reason that we have that in there like that and that we require the original proof of purchase is so that we can validate that it's not a counterfeit backpack. So there it is. Before you ask, yes, we had a look at what was standard in the in the sort of wearable on your back textiles or over your shoulders textiles industry. And this is pretty much right in there with everyone who has a what what was what we were told was a really, really good warranty policy. Um with the one difference being that, from my point of view, the whole original purchaser thing has never made any sense. Either you did a good job of making it or you didn't, and it shouldn't really matter whose back it's on, so we don't care about that. We just do need to make sure that they're not counterfeit bags, so we have to validate that you have an original proof of purchase. I've heard that's what it's kind of centraled around. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the reason for it. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I really think that it shouldn't be that hard if you're... Just, just contact support. Yeah, we'll figure yeah, it out. We, we, we should be able to figure it out. Yeah. There you go. Woo! Uh, should we talk about screwdriver or topics? Topics? Yeah, topics. let's talk about a topic. Let's do yeah. it. Um, let's see here. We've got a few good ones. We talked about Metaverse already. Oh, that's the main one I was excited about. It's so garbage. Airbnb, do we want to talk about this? This isn't super interesting to me. I'm just going to be Hold on, we got one, one more thing. Xwartu says, at Linus, at Luke, I've seen so many people who, outside of never having read a warranty before, um, think that you developed the Trust Me Bro shirt from your own impulse. As far as the public can tell, it was asked for by a fan on Twitter. Is that true? Yes, it was actually requested. I thought it was hilarious, and so I did it. Apple kernel exploit. Didn't hear about it. He Sorry. doesn't approve. No, I don't. But it that's sold okay. really well. People love it. 
it's <laughs> a smash hit I mean, great then i don't know i don't have to like like everything that we do we're a big company at this point we like, sold a hundred of them for every person who has said it was childish or petty i'm serious <laughs> it's like not even close well maybe there's a lot of childish and petty people out there that's okay oh yeah um okay should we talk about maybe john deere that's a more interesting topic yeah, yeah. oh no we should jump into that after sponsor spots okay today's show is sponsored by linode Linode is a powerful Linux-based cloud computing service that's affordable and easy to use. They have a large marketplace with one-click apps to quickly deploy servers for website development, file hosting, database management, video hosting, or even video game servers. You can even go DIY if you want a full custom setup. There's affordable pricing with no hidden fees that try to sneak up on your monthly bill, and it features no-cost DDoS protection, 99.99% compute uptime, and more. Best of all, Linode has worldwide data centers and 100% human, 24-7, 365 customer service that's reachable by phone, email, or social media. With all this, it's easy to see why it's a top-rated infrastructure as a service provider on G2. So set up your own server today and get a $100 60-day credit on your new account at linode.com WAN. Thanks to New Relic for sponsoring today's show. Developers are some of the most curious people. They're the first to explore the newest tech, they dig into the documentation, and they don't want to just know how things work, but also why they work. And that's exactly why so many engineers turn to New Relic. New Relic gives you data about what you build and shows what really is happening in your software lifecycle. See the data in a single place from your entire stack, so you don't have to look into 16 different tools and make those connections manually. That's why the dev and ops teams at DoorDash, GitHub, Epic Games, and more than 14,000 other companies use New Relic to debug and improve their software. When teams come together around data, it allows you to triage problems, be confident in decisions, and reduce the time needed to implement resolutions using data, not opinions. Use a data platform made for the curious. Right now, you can access the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigs of data per month, free, forever, no credit card required, by signing up at newrelic.com WAN. That's N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash WAN. Newrelic.com WAN. Thanks to Mint Mobile for sponsoring today's show. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family, and at Mint, family started just two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash wanshow. Oh, yeah. Uh, one person said that they bought one of every color. Uh, <laughs> and uh, another person said that it, it feels very applicable for their job. They do like IT work. So they oh. like it completely unrelated to its actual like original context. I mean, Which it's kind of sense. the original context. It's like, trust yeah, me, bro. But it's, yeah. Yes. But it's not like, okay, so what I should have said is not necessarily related to the backpack. Oh, I it's see. Like it related to like what they're doing. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of its own thing. Uh, should we talk about John Deere or should we talk about potential branding for the lab? Let's talk about John Deere. Got I want to get into that. This is really exciting because you know yes. what? 
John Deere. I'm happy this community is getting behind this. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um, this weekend, Australian hacker Sick Codes showed off Doom running on the touchscreen of a John Deere 4240 Universal Display, not not the 4240 Tractor, the 4240 Universal Display, uh, to the crowds of DEFCON 30 in Las Vegas. The monolithic tractor, behe- monolithic tractor behemoth, okay, known for their green and yellow color scheme and putting anti-repair software on their machines, have been releasing touchscreen farming equipment for over a decade. Sick Codes mentioned he was working on right-to-repair hacks for farming equipment during a presentation at last year's DEF CON about tractor application programming bugs and exploits, which is fantastic because what John Deere is doing is complete BS. Uh, farmers were not happy with the... Uh, Farmers were not happy with the talk publicly revealing so many vulnerabilities because some brands like John Deere don't allow DIY firmware updates. Yeah, but you need to do that so they fix it. Yeah, this because otherwise been... they won't fix it. And yeah. someone somewhere knows about the vulnerability. So get ready for that. Uh, Sick Code says in quotes, I heard from some farmers. One guy emailed me saying, uh, where is it? You're up all of our stuff so i figured i would put my money where my mouth is and actually prove to farmers that they can root the devices that's awesome. what an amazing response what to a that chad that's fantastic sigma sigma energy yeah um call himself chad codes um this all comes after john deere facing mounting pressures announced in march that it would make more of its repair software available to equipment owners and finally allow them to update their tractor firmware themselves this isn't going to happen until next year though and honestly i suspect it will happen with many caveats i'm adding that little bit in myself Uh, vulnerabilities will remain on tractors not serviced directly by john deere approved technicians and touchscreens like the one running doom are designed to be remotely accessed to manage features like geofencing and curfews <sighs> discussion question is there a more anti-user company right now than john deere um i mean i would say that you could easily find other companies that are very anti-consumer but yeah. what makes it particularly offensive when it comes to John Deere is that this is essential. This is food. This is essential. It's food. Um, And these machines are expensive. Yeah. And a lot of the expense is like people, farmers taking these like massive loans out so they can keep doing their jobs. Yeah. And they're, they're relying on these machines for very long periods of time. Like you buy one of these things and you lose, you use it for like, extreme amounts of time and you maintain it you you wrench on it and you work on it yourself like so by taking that away from them that's like super messed up like apple pulls a lot of extreme dickhead moves for sure but realistically you don't need an iphone um so you know i would say in terms of of the of the destructive the destructive nature of what john deere is doing um, they they're uh, they're much closer to you know the 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 mega the mega corporations that are buying up residential properties for example and pushing home ownership out of reach of an entire generation See, of that, people that's right a little now. bit like different than what the question asked though because it specifically says anti-user not like anti-people people are users users are people i mean what's the difference from my Do point you of view use the i would say the user of a rental property is a user Fair enough. Like I just, I, I just mean like it's, it's just extremely when, when we talk about how horrible what someone is doing is, uh, you know, we can talk about uh, 
we could talk about like uh okay the the pop bottling companies that are taking all the water while mexico is facing an enormous like life-threatening drought or what is it like nestle buying like absolutely insane amounts of water from canada for like a cent have you heard about that stuff just absolutely absurd um so so you know when when we yeah so it's not necessarily how egregious what they're doing is but the fact that it affects our ability to eat uh eat get shelter uh that's where it becomes just morally reprehensible i've also just never understood like why are you messing with farmers (laughs) like uh, i don't know just they seem like the just this very like hardy gritty type of people that just want to get stuff done you're selling them a machine that they for an extremely long period of time have been buying these types of machines and maintaining them for huge amounts of time there's like massive customer loyalty john deere has got to be one of the highest like customer loyalty brands ever especially before all this started happening well the reason you do it is because of this you want to sell your service stuff well not just that right but there's this perception that in a in a capitalist society unless you are growing you are failing um and and i mean you'll like i i remember especially when i was younger and i didn't really understand the dynamics of the stock market right i would i would see a company post that they earned 3.2 billion dollars this quarter and boy that was way off what analysts were expecting so their shares plummeted today and i'm looking at it going 3.4 billion seems like a lot of money to me. Yeah. That's I I I consider that a win. Um and so there's this pressure on a company like John Deere to continue ramping up their revenues. But you can only sell so many tractors. So they start turning to increasingly evil schemes to extract more revenue from this finite number of customers. Right? So it's it's a systemic problem. But that doesn't absolve John Deere of any of the responsibility that they have to take for participating in it. They could just say, nope, our our tractors are are, are user serviceable because that just matters a lot. And we're going to we're going to build out uh, a, like a servicing branch. Uh, we'll have a revenue stream from that, but we're not going to hold a gun to our users heads and tell them they absolutely have yeah. to use it. Yeah. They absolutely had that option and their shareholders might not have liked it. But at the end of the day, they don't have a ton of competition, so they would have been fine, maybe just yeah. less fine. Because the reason that the share price going up matters so much is not actually much to do with the day-to-day functioning of the company. All it really affects is how much you can borrow, essentially. And if you're running a profitable business, uh, there's an argument to be made that you don't really, like, Apple doesn't need to borrow money. Um, they have a ton of cash. And if they do borrow money, it's only because they are doing so strategically. They, it's 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 cheaper to borrow that money than to to use their own money. It all it's it's all a a whole way above my pay grade game that we yeah. don't really play here. Um, but if they're they're a profit, oh, I forget where I was going with this. Blah 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 blah. blah. Right, yeah. So it doesn't the share price doesn't actually affect the day to day operation of the company, but what it does affect is executive bonuses, right? So when executives are paid in shares and the share goes up, then they make a lot more money. So it basically just comes down to executive greed. Yeah. Someone pointed out too that they they said in the US, but this is true basically everywhere as far as my understanding goes. Uh, Farmers have a lot of government subsidies so that they can cheap, so they can keep the prices of groceries at grocery stores down. 
because if they didn't, the prices of groceries at grocery stores would be much higher. Um, so in doing that, John Deere doing this hurts all of us. So you should care. But yeah, that's it. Uh, J.E. Realize asks, didn't Lance once say that if a publicly traded company doesn't make money, its shareholders can sue? Uh, it's more if the company misleads their shareholders and it turns out they weren't doing what they were doing, or if that publicly traded company does not act in the interest of its shareholders. John Deere could easily make the argument that it is in the interest of the long-term um, positivity, positive sentiment around their brand that they not engage in these anti-consumer, anti-right to repair practices. Yeah. And it'd be very unlikely, even if they could have made an extra $10 million or $100 million this quarter, they, they could have made a strong argument for that. It'd be very difficult to sue them over not screwing their users. Yeah. Potential branding for the lab? Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, it's uh, pretty much settled at this point i think that given the we as much as we would have loved to use ltt labs um we had some internal concerns about the close association with ltt we want we want the lab to i mean obviously it's going to be associated we're going to talk about it all the time we're going to yeah. use their numbers we're going to we're going to build products and services there that will delight us as much as our users but we didn't want them to just be tied at the hip, uh, you know, LTT and LTT labs, they're just one in the same because we're still going to do stuff on LTT that has nothing to do with the lab. And we're going to do stuff with labs that has nothing to do with LTT. We also, as we move away from branding things with my name, uh, it's a matter of time before we change the meaning, just, just retcon the meaning of Linus Tech Tips, change it to like something else tech tips or something and just just change the branding to ltt maybe rebrand entirely i don't know we'll figure that out later but it we felt it didn't really make much sense to uh to go with lttlabs.com another concern that we had was that lttlab.com we do own lttlabs.com so it's very likely we will redirect that so anytime we talk about the ltt labs or whatever um it'll it'll end up in the right place but lttlab.com which would be a very easy typo is a chinese laboratory equipment supplier so i think we would have and because their page is so slow outside the great firewall i think we could easily end up with a significant amount of abandonment from people thinking it's ltt lab yeah, and just yeah. the page loading especially really slowly especially because before that picture loads it's a black background with orange text yeah that doesn't help at all like it really looks like this our page stuff. is still not loaded wow so so it won't be it won't be ltt lab or ltt labs um, which meant that we had to try to come up with Legendary a name terms. that was gonna that was going to communicate, you know, what the the spirit of the lab was, um, while also being, you know, easy to type and uh, and and not conflicting with, you know, any of our any of our bitter rivals. So, you know, we kicked around some ideas, but what we ultimately settled on is it's going to be gamerscommandcenter.com. I thought, hmm. I thought it was only labs. What did we settle on? I thought it was only labs.com. Because oh, it's only 
Hold on, I gotta check the doc. I gotta find out what we actually. It's it's only laboratory stuff. Uh, What domain did we actually acquire? Um, hmm, Labs two cents. Did we did we buy that one? Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to bring up the doc here. Uh, did we actually even acquire the domain yet? Am I supposed to be talking about this, Colton? Did we get the domain yet? Live Laugh Labs. No, shut up. That's not that's not real. I know we had that was posted in Philippines. We had LinusLab.com. I don't think we had Tech 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 Lab. We got a a domain, but I don't know which one. Um, I thought we were supposed to grab all of these just in case. What about Level One Labs? See, I Did actually really, on that one? I really like that name. I think I voted for. My memory is that we got only Labs.com, but I I voted for Level One Labs. Yeah. Lab Media Group. No, I don't think that's right. Okay, Labby McLab face. I don't even know what this list is. Am I even looking at the right list? Not sure. We're just messing with you guys. <laughs> the number of people that are upset about uh, Gamers Command Center. <laughs> Gamers Hatchery. Um, so the, the current front runner is actually lab32.com. Yeah. And uh, the the reason for it is that it's a super short URL. It's easy to remember. It's really easy and fast to type. The branding is very easy. Uh, yeah, the branding looks really good. Sarah's actually done some some draft branding around it already that looks flippin' cool. So the the merch, which I'm I will obviously go to supporting the work that we're doing at the lab, is. Um, going to look really cool, which is awesome. Uh, 32, people are asking why 32. And the reason is that it's, it was actually inspired by uh, a conversation uh, around the like executive table uh, where Colton was saying something about like system 32. Was it you Colton who mentioned like system 32? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the significance of the number 32 is just that it's a number that comes up often in computing, right? Um, so a bunch of people are mentioning lab69.com. That did come up. Yeah, it came up, but it's, obviously that's like stupid. So yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, lab64, we also considered, but lab32 just, I don't know, rolls off the tongue. I think it's, I think lab32 is better, in my opinion. I like it. I think it's pretty sick. And then when we checked to make sure that there was nothing conflicting with it, right? You know, no one else is is using this name or anything like that. The only real reference that we could find to it was actually one of the Chrono areas Trigger. in Chrono Trigger. There's a there's a there's a Lab 32 in Chrono Trigger, and this happens to be one of my favorite all time games. And I yeah, I just kind of I kind of kind of fell in love with it. Don't delete Lab 32. Yeah, see, it's like it's pretty good. I think it's good. I think it's solid. Yeah, yeah. everything else was just a joke that we brainstormed right before we started the show to troll you guys. Yeah, we did like a bunch of different YouTubers, made it sound like their things. Yeah. Did stuff like that. <laughs> Do you guys want some more merch messages? Uh, yeah, hit me, hit me. All right. This one comes from Ian. Hey, Linus, looking forward to get my LTT backpack and the warranty I won't need to use. I'm curious if you've considered making a camera bag variant of the backpack or maybe a camera insert for the backpack. Yeah, we've looked at making a camera insert. 
Um, as for a camera bag variant, I'd say that that is not impossible, but it's pretty far off. The thing about that is that as not a camera daily carrier, I, I just have less to contribute, I guess. Uh, I also feel that it's a more niche market compared to people who carry a laptop. So it was a lower priority for us in the first place. Um, there's no real clear flow to the things I'm saying. I'm just brain diarying out of my mouth everything that we thought about and talked about when we decided on a laptop bag rather than a camera bag. I think that based on community feedback, you're more likely to see like a like a downsized version of the existing laptop bag before you'd see a camera bag from us. But that is nowhere near even beginning development right now. So don't hold your breath for it. Oh, hey, we just fired up a poll for float plane chat. Do you guys like the name Lab32? We want to know what you guys think. I think it even just like looks cool. Like typing it out, I was like, yeah, that looks pretty good. I don't know. I do. All right. I got another really important question. This this one comes from Thomas. Question for Luke and Linus. If you could install any game on a John Deere tractor, what would it be? Um, minor VGA. Farming simulator. Nice. I like it. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Wow. 90% of the community agrees Lab32. is pretty good for a name, in my opinion. That's I, basically it then. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Especially when you just first present something. Yeah. I mean, we did have some people internally point out that it doesn't really describe what you do. I, you know, like it was compared to something like PC Part Picker, which has a very clear identity right in the in the URL of the that, site. That one's a good example. Yeah, I I often find like there are certain websites that have names that are very objective, like that. That to me sound like bot sites. Oh, auto written articles just trying to get your clicks off of Google to serve ads. Interesting. That that was my immediate reaction to at least one of the names that was even suggested in there. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. And it was a legit website. I knew that because I've gone to it before. But if it just came up as a Google search, I had never seen it before, I would probably ignore it because it sounds like uh, someone grabbed a URL that they're like, that'll be really effective. Yeah. And I'm going to fill it full of like, scrape auto auto scraping bot posts that just try to get as many clicks as possible so i don't know i think a, a unique name is completely fine because you don't need the brand recognition for the url for people that have never heard of you before you can spread that brand recognition yourself and it's fine in my opinion all right next merch message comes from radioactive twinkie Hey, Linus and Luke, with the massive size, utility, and popularity of Steam, do either of you feel that there are any other compelling alternatives, or do you think Steam is basically in a league of its own at epic. this point? Epic. Yep, that's it. Just epic. Origin will never actually fully compete. Uh, you, you, Whatever they even call it now, Ubisoft Connect, Ubisoft Connect. will never actually compete. Um, GOG is fantastic, but it's kind of in a, its own little niche and i think it does yeah. really well where it is and i don't think it's ever really going to truly compete at the scale that steam is at uh but yeah epic absolutely i mean will hold on is. a second i mean you could make an argument for xbox in the longer term i seriously doubt it they're certainly building in if they ever actually did successfully acquire discord for example and they started to integrate uh more community in xbox if they i mean game pass is already a way to just 
ensure you always have the problem hundreds is of millions the, of users. The Xbox app on desktop is horrible, well, and well, the Windows Store is horrible. Yes, and it would need to be removed and rebuilt to fix a lot of the problems that they have. Yes, and I don't see that happening. Yes, and they've they've been making all these commitments to PC gaming while having while trying to force their store which is nowhere near ready to be forced. It feels like the Horizon Worlds thing from Facebook, which mm. where it's like you really honestly thought it was a good idea to let people even use this, let alone try to push people to use it. Um, it's, it's really bad. The worst thing about uh, Horizon World, whatever, Horizon Worlds 3 or 4, whatever the newest one is, um, I don't remember, uh, but the worst thing about it is the fact that Microsoft deals with all the multiplayer stuff and you have to do it through the store. It makes it so that multiplayer is basically useless and you should just play the game as a single player game. And that sucks. That is super rough. The The most brutal things about playing Halo is the fact that Microsoft runs the multiplayer and the friend list things are all super weird and all this other kind of stuff and it just sucks. And uh, I don't see those things being solved uh, because I think as much as um the new leadership there have gotten rid of some of their old rules about not competing with each other and always building their own things and stuff like that i think some of those ideas are still um hard set at microsoft and they're going to only use their own things and they're going to only do this other type of stuff and they are not going to invest enough in it to do a good enough job so it will always be bad that is my opinion hopefully i'm wrong but that's it all right, I got another one that kind of plays into what you guys are working on right now. This one comes from Zachary. Hey, Linus and Luke, how about doing the All the Domains I Own segment uh, you had the idea for a few months back? It'd be cool to hear the stories behind all the random domains you have bought. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I actually don't think I have the login for our You don't have all of them. I domain know registrar. We have um, multiple ones now, too. Oh, well, yeah. think, think about, like, I don't actually want to necessarily go into it. But, yeah. Um, we would definitely have to prepare for that mm -hmm. ahead of time. We could do it, though. Because I don't think that particular uh, 2FA is even on, like, our, our, our accessible 2FA device. I think it's on, like, an air-gapped 2FA device. You don't, you do not fuck around with your domain registrar account. So uh, yeah, that's something we'd have to prep ahead of the show. Yeah. I think Yvonne might be the only one who has access to everything. Nope. No. Oh, all right then. There you go. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Oh, um, is that a problem? Okay, well, we'll have to have a conversation about that later. Not really. But okay, hopefully it's all good. There's more than one, as far as my understanding goes, although I don't know about one of them, there's more than one person that has access to each. Okay. Okay. I can I, I, I own boringmathlessons.com. That one's pretty good. Adequate video service. We own adequatevideoservice.com. Yeah. Blipblipbloop.com. I think we might have gotten rid of a while back, but that was one of the proposed names for Floatplane. Yeah. Bleep, Are you bleep, serious? Bleep or something like that. Yeah. yeah it's something Look, like there that. were not a lot of dot coms. <laughs> That's um, one of the genuine problems. Like we were talking about logos earlier, but like dot coms, it's an issue. Like you can't just come up with things anymore because people park them and then want to sell them to you for tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds. Some of this more. stuff I might not have anymore, but I definitely owned um, 
gistofit.com. And uh, the idea was that, that it was like instant news updates yeah. with like camera phone. It was like basically uh, like YouTube stories, essentially, um, or like shorts. Uh, how the F? Uh, Makeup for Bros was a .com that I owned at one point. I don't think I have it anymore because I was like, I'm never going to do anything with this. Um, but these were just, uh, you know, the Makeup for Bros one was just identifying that makeup for men was becoming much more of a thing. This is like 10 years ago. And, you know, kind of figuring out what uh, verticals other than tech we could start to establish a presence in. But yeah, we just never, never, never got on it. All right. This one comes from John. Linus, do you think Framework might implement a refurbished program or owner marketplace? Would you advocate for it? It'd be cool to offer my used hardware to other Framework owners. Um, Sorry, I tuned out for a second. <laughs> one sec. All right, no worries. You want me to read it again? Nope. Okay. Um. Oh, wait, no, that's a different one. I thought I, I thought I had found it already. Implement a refurb program or owner marketplace. I don't think it's necessary. It's called eBay. Like I just, you're reinventing a wheel that already rolls pretty well on its own. I'd, I'd say that is, I'd say that's not necessary. Pro move though, by the way, buying a, a $10 gift card to send a merch message. If there isn't something that you're necessarily, you know, eyeing this week, but there might be something coming soon and you want to send a merch message, that is a way to do it. And it doesn't cost anything for shipping because we don't actually ship them, they're digital. All right, this one comes from Karthik. We need a Project Farm-style screwdriver comparison vid. At the very least, tell me if it's worth a worthy upgrade over the Klein Tools driver. I think you should just wait for Project Farm to cover it because, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not going to put words in their mouth. You know, if they don't want to cover it, then fine. You know, you, you don't have to, right? But I think that it would, I think that that piece of content would perform well and we'd be more than happy to send one over. I think Project Farm buys the tools, though. I don't think they accept samples, so we'd be more than happy no to idea. make one available for purchase. Um, but yeah, there's no need for us to make a Project Farm video when Project Farm can make a Project Farm video. That's my take on that. Project Farm is a YouTube channel, for those of you who haven't heard of Project Farm. Are we talking about Screwdriver soon? Should we talk about it now? Oh, do it. yeah, we, we should. Right, we're going to do a pop-up. Yeah. Um, the date is set ish um it'll be august 27th it's going to be at the lab from 10 a.m to 2 p.m so that's august 27th 10 a.m to 2 p.m pacific time we're going to have around 2,500 screwdrivers so we are giving you guys a little bit more notice this time um i'm not going to lie to you again i will be there uh, but the point of being there, I'm not going to be wandering around outside. The point of coming is to buy a screwdriver. So don't just come and hang around. There isn't enough parking for that. Are we still planning on doing the stream? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what I'll be focusing on. Yeah. So we're we're going to have a stream where people are going to be able to try the screwdriver. These are all actually final. Everything in here is final hardware. If you want to check them out, that's it. That's the, well, you can just take one if you sure. want. You yeah. Greedy. You guy. off? I, 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 
These are final hardware though. So these will be there at the pop-up shop. They will be available for purchase. We'll have 2,500 of them. Uh, we are going to have competing drivers there in person. Uh, we're going to have some scrap parts from FreeGeek if you want to like, you know, cool. screw a motherboard nice. into a case or whatever. We're going to have some wood and screws. You know, if you just want to screw things in, unscrew things, yeah, try out the, the ratchet, make sure it doesn't slip, make sure it's to your satisfaction. Um, yeah, we're we're real. Oh yeah, we'll have comparison. Did I already say we'll have comparison drivers? I'm not sure. So Vera, Klein, Snap-on. Uh, we're gonna have comparison drivers from all the the major major tool manufacturers for for ratcheting drivers. And I'm, I yeah, that's just because I'm extremely confident. And then, like Luke mentioned, we're gonna have a live stream, so people are gonna be able to compare the drivers, talk about it to the live stream. I think we're gonna stream on Short Circuit. I'm not sure if we've actually settled on where exactly the stream know. is going to go. Correct. On short circuit. All I know it's on Floatplane. I believe it will be silver version only at the pop-up. Don't quote me on that, though. Uh, some people are asking if you can get backpacks or potentially other things. I don't think we'll have any backpacks. Ooh, will we have any backpacks? I doubt it because well, of the, the shipment waves. Also, it is the silver version that'll be at the pop-up. Okay. I know that. Uh, I cool. need to check something. Okay, he's checking. Someone said I have a Father's Day gift now. That is correct. I'm never giving this back. I'm kidding. I don't know what this is. But... Hello. Hello. You're live on the show. You're on speaker on the WAN show. Um, we just wanted to know if people are going to be able to buy backpacks at the screwdriver pop-up. Yeah, remember we uh, said we were going to leave the ones that were airshipped in off to the side, and then there's going to be some there. It's probably like 100-ish. Okay, so we do have a handful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said the ones that we shipped in via air for the backpack pop-up. Um, okay. We didn't sell it, that one aside for the screwdriver. Got it. All right, thank you. Okay, yeah. We'll have some other stuff, too. We'll have other stuff. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, we'll, probably, we'll probably post something midweek next week that just shows like what we'll have and what the pricing will be and all that stuff, just so people know ahead of time. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, well, there you have it, guys, from the man himself. There will be stuff. There will be stoofs. Things will be had. Things will be there. It's finally happening, it man. Feels good. Yeah. I had previously, I had tried one of the. Like I don't know what like it the would failed be. QC ones. Yeah. Yeah. And like the actually turning it felt good, but switching the ratchet didn't feel very good. And then that one was one of the final ones and that, that felt that felt very crisp. Yep. That yeah. took a lot of work. <laughs> I bet. Nice. So yeah, August twenty seventh, uh be there or be square. Or like or don't be there. Like we don't we don't want like five thousand people to show up. Or Last thing we want is to to turn people away. Uh, also, if you, for whatever reason, guys, we're, we're going to do LTX next year, so don't like get on a plane for this. Um, but if for whatever reason you insist on doing that, um, there's nothing I can do to stop you, but I will say don't book your flight now because we're pretty sure we're going to do it on that day, but it's not 100% sure. We got the first thousand ratchets today, and we've gone through 250 of them, I think, now to, to make sure that it's actually, they're, they're good, and they are, 
But the other ratchets, who knows? They might get stuck in customs, and we might delay it so that we're not we don't only have a thousand, so that we actually have the full twenty five hundred, or you know, whatever. Right? Like things can still happen. But that's what we are planning on, and it is pretty solid at this point that it'll be on August twenty seventh. Just not a guarantee. All right. Next merch message. I'm going to ban the word all right next. This one comes so from So it's already banned. So next merch message. All right. So all right. Basically. Just the uh, um, um. Okay, I'll stop. Anonymous says, keep up the good work. Particularly love all the new house content. Is there plans for more home server, smart home, home automation content in the future? I feel like the lab could test Z-Wave, ZigBee, Wi-Fi stuff. There will be more home automation stuff in the future because I am almost certainly going to replace my light switches at this point. Not because Jasco is like a consumer unfriendly company, but because I bought a six-year-old platform and I am not that pleased with the features and performance. So... Um, while we did have that little miscommunication with Innovelli where they kind of went ahead and called their switch Project Linus and slapped my logo on it without consulting me, uh, overall, I do like their jam. I think they seem like pretty cool folks and they are already making progress on their motion sensor integrated switch using millimeter wave technology. I'm pretty excited about it. So what I would like is to work with them on that and swap out my Jasco switches for those, but nothing is set in stone at this time. Um, Other than that, I definitely need to figure out the audio setup. We've got all the speakers installed, but nothing actually powering them yet. I have, what else is going on? Oh, someone else here, David S. mentioned the Sofa Baton X1. I have not opened the box yet. I definitely do need to do that. Um, checking, I want to check it out as a replacement for the Logitech Harmony. So there's lots and lots and lots more stuff. <laughs> lots more stuff to talk about. All right. I just said all right again. I'm going to stop. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Linus, with all the upgrades you made to your old house, brackets tech and otherwise, what are you planning on leaving behind for the new owners? Other than wiring in the walls, nothing, right? Like you wouldn't leave. I don't, would you leave a server rack? I don't think so. <laughs> Man, Easter eggs. It would be a benefit to someone. I'm a thousand years away from thinking about moving out of that house, though. So it's it's pretty tough. They're talking about your old one. Oh, the old one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I thought we were talking about the new one. Sorry, I I, I spaced for a second. I, I think I think they're talking about uh, your your old one. Oh, well, there wasn't really much there. Like there was like yeah, networking in the walls the and wiring, yeah. like speaker insulin like speakers. AC, you're not gonna take the AC out. Yeah, like anything that's fixed to the house, you wouldn't really remove. So yeah. everything, everything I did is still there. Yeah. Perfect. Next one comes from Nathan. Hey Linus, did your time as a product manager affect the way that you look at your own store, and or what are some of your biggest takeaways from that time? Absolutely. I mean, everything I learned about etail, I learned at NCIX, both what to do and what not to do. Um, that was my first real job actually out of school. And I had some really good mentors there. I also had some less stellar mentorship. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I learned what to do and what not to do, but there's, there's a ton of, there's a ton of principles that we follow that are absolutely based on, on what I learned there. I mean, one of the big ones is take care of your customers because angry customers 
man, the, the number the number of people that I feel like thought that we would be willing to tarnish our reputation over like 250 bucks over a replacement backpack was just kind of baffling to me. I don't want to sound out of touch, but in the context of the scale of this operation. I don't think that was the point. I can't believe we're getting back on this topic. We're not. <sighs> okay. But in the context of the scale of this operation, in the context of the damage that it could do to our brand, $250 is nothing. Right. That's not why people were mad, though. I think people were mad for a variety of reasons, some okay. valid and some less so. Okay. So we can leave it at that. But um, yeah, I saw time and time again, NCIX just shoot themselves in the foot over very, very small sums of money. They would, you know, they would, in a situation where it just totally doesn't make sense and is just detrimental to the customer, they would, they would enforce policies that just, you know, didn't matter, right? Like you'd have someone bring in a motherboard that they clearly opened, right? Like a $150 motherboard, let's say, and they opened it and, you know, NC, it, it's totally still working. It's like brand new. They just opened it and it was an ATX motherboard and they had an MATX case, right? So they bring it back because it doesn't work for them. And NCIX, you know, rep be like, sorry, 15% restocking fee. And it's like, hey, um, particularly at that time, motherboard packaging didn't even seal. Yeah, It's a brand new board. You're, I know that you're going to just resell it as new anyway. So... We're talking if there, about if there was a seal and there often wasn't, it was just the tape on the bag on the yeah. inside. Oh, that and, and NCIX that opened them up in the first place anyway to put their own label on them. So they would break the seals on the products <laughs> in the first place. So we're talking about $22 on a product that you're going to resell at full price anyway. And a totally innocent mistake. The guy's not trying to rip you off. Like I just, I just, I watched mistakes like that. Made, That's going to drive a customer to another store for sure. Yeah, over what? $22? Because it's the 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 biggest thing is the like principle and the annoyance of that being charged at all when you're like trying to come back and trying to continue being a customer. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it was it was just That's frustrating. Silly. Like it's just common sense to me. Don't do that. It's not worth it, you know? And then as expected, that person would post on the forum and then yeah. and then we'd have to give them the full refund. And a gift card to make them shut up. It's like, wow, good job. You just cost, you just played yourself. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, next one comes from Harrison. Hey, Linus and Luke, when hiring new employees, do you look for people with a lot of experience? Or would you consider hiring employees who may not have as much experience, but want to learn a lot while at LTT or whatever company? That's going to get a big fat, it depends. Um. There's some roles where we can afford to kind of train on job and there's other roles where we can't. There's some roles where uh, we're, we're doing something new or something different and we need someone to come in and be an experienced leader so that we can hire other people that can train under them. Yeah, like Gary, for example, yeah. was, was someone that we hired. We're going to need someone with experience for that role. Yeah, and it's been great because I don't have to micromanage him. Like he'll just go and do stuff and then... I'll have a meeting with them like once every week or a couple of weeks. And it's like, yeah, what are you working on? It's like, oh yeah, that's all stuff that makes sense. That's what I would have told you to do. If I sat and thought really hard and came up with a really great plan, that's what I would have told you to do. So see you later. You know, yeah. love having people like that, but 
And some, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need other people that you can kind of mold and yeah, or, shape. Yeah, or you're hiring for a role that doesn't really exist. Like back when we hired for Nick sure. Light, yeah. how many experienced YouTuber sales representatives were there? Well, for real, he, like, no, who like did you he, even poach from? Because you you had started it, but like the even the ad formats that we had were like not even really a thing at that point in time on YouTube. Like that's how old school the channel is. So yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, so there's there's a really big range. Um, I really like portfolios. I don't necessarily like if you can prove to me that you can do the job. It depends on the role again, because like Gary's role would need experience no matter what. But yeah. like from a development standpoint, if you can prove to me that you can make fantastic things and you're like codes open source, so I can see it and I can see the way that you develop, I can see the way that you document, I can see all these different types of things. What do I care about the education or experience? Um, you can do a fantastic job. So it sounds good. Yeah. Hiring for a lot of the sales roles for the Linus Media Group side has been interesting because it's not just like we're selling things right like you it, it, it's it's completely different right if somebody's coming from the used car sales yeah. market and they yeah. apply here to work as an account lead and they want to sell sponsorships it's not the same yeah thing it's yeah. very different so, so we'll have to mold different. it a fair bit yep a uh, little ink asks do stores still have restocking fees i return products every now and then and never had to pay something Some like that do. i'm from the netherlands uh this is a great example of rolling down a hill um many it brands have restocking fees so in the event that NCIX, especially back then, were to return that product to their supplier, they're basically just passing the savings on to you, but in reverse. Uh, someone asked if we do code interviews. I have found that a lot of the developers that apply um, due to the way that we send out the fact that we have a job coming in are often fans of the channel. Um, I, I would also wager to say that people that follow uh like software development software engineering blah, blah 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 those types of roles are not always the the most like socially experienced um so there are often very high nerves in interviews when people are interviewing with us so i don't see a huge amount of value in testing people live in that type of situation what we tend to do is we try to give them a take home that we hope will take a reasonable amount of time um, and we try to frame it in a way that, um, like if you were just posting on Stack Overflow, we would know, uh, and it's not going to be like super generic answers so that we can actually see how people would do things and we can see how they would comment and stuff like that. Um, uh, that's, that's our approach. Oh, we should jump into, uh, another news topic. The California DMV accuses Tesla of making misleading claims about autopilot. What? This is hilarious. How many times have I Where's called this? this? Oh. Like how many times, honestly? Yeah, Try to I'm number actually it. surprised. Be ridiculous. I, I actually am surprised that it took this long. I'm shocked it took this more, long. More than anything, it's just the amount of time that it took. Yeah, that's that's stunning. I For a second, I thought you were like making up the headline because of how many times that you said <laughs> Tesla is under fire from the California DMV for untrue or misleading claims about autopilot and full self-driving. The main things the DMV has a problem with are the terms and wording that Tesla uses, saying autopilot and full self-driving are terms that do not represent the capabilities of the systems. No! No! <laughs> There's no way that happened. 
The use of the words full self-driving capabilities on their website, particularly the words, the system is designed to be able to conduct short and long distance trips with no action required by the person in the driver's seat. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty misrepresentative. According to the DMV, the way Tesla advertises their systems, oh, okay, this is sort of redundant, but that's fine. Um, although Tesla does have disclaimers on their website, the DMV says that these only contradict the advertising instead of curing the violation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, DMV seeks to require Tesla to provide more accurate terms and descriptions and more and better consumer education of the product capabilities and limitations, is what the DMV said in a statement to MarketWatch. Yeah. Good. Yeah. This should have happened many, many years ago. Yeah. Back when Tesla's autopilot and full self-driving whatever was even less capable than it is now. The number of, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys, the number of times we've seen people asleep at the wheel in their Teslas is utterly unacceptable. And it, and it, yes, okay, it's supposed to like get you to not do that and it communicates that you shouldn't do that and stuff like that. But if you tell someone that something can do, if you tell someone that this machine has a certain capability, they're going to bypass that type of stuff at any possible opportunity. Remember when people were shoving oranges in their steering, wheel, steering wheels? Because it was like detecting it as a hand or whatever. Like people are going to do, people are going to get away, get around, sorry, those types of limitations. Um, Alex's yeah. uh, contribution here, he wrote up this topic, is on the one hand, Tesla has the best self-driving in existence. Sure. Yep. But in practice, it feels like handing your keys over to a teenager that's texting and driving. In my opinion, they shouldn't call it self-driving till it actually is. Right now, it's just really good driving assistance. Um, I find Tesla in particular kind of terrifying, given that they push out beta self-driving features to be tested on public roads. And um, there's no hecking way I'm trusting a car to drive me until it has been proven reliable and much better than the average driver for years. And that's fair enough. Which, again, is all like, yeah, as as far as my understanding goes, they they have the best self-driving. And that's that's great. And that's fantastic. And they should they should be proud and happy about that. Um, but, yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be uh, falsely advertised. That's all which is true about like everything. So yeah, not just not just related to this. Yeah, Floatplane Chat's talking about when Red Bull got sued for it not actually giving you wings. Yeah. I mean, if that That's went through, a little, yeah. there's no way Tesla should be calling their cars full self-driving or autopilot. Yeah, because so sometimes with stuff like the Red Bull thing, because uh, I think there was a Skittles one too back then at around the same time. Skills said something in their advertisement, but it wasn't like as interesting as gives you wings. Oh, I don't remember. Um, but I, I think there was, yeah, I think there was a few of them back then. But like in those types of situations, it's like, well, yeah, obviously not. But in this situation, it's not an obviously not, which makes it way worse, in my opinion. Funny Hat says, any pilot will tell you autopilot will get you killed really quickly in an airplane with thousands of feet of space around you clear. <laughs> well, okay, so maybe maybe autopilot is is somewhat defensible but the full self-driving nonsense needs to go obviously and the average user the average joe public interpretation of the word autopilot is more inspired by science fiction films yeah. than it's inspired by actual airplane autopilot yeah correct taste the color of the rainbow if i remember correctly yeah i i don't know i don't remember that All right, some more merch messages. Um, also, okay, um, all right. 
This one comes from Britt. Hey, Linus and Luke. I'm a young entrepreneur, and I currently run a game and VPS hosting provider. Any tips for me as a small business? Anything you'd suggest we should do for the consumers? P.S. Happy birthday tomorrow, Linus. It's mine, too. Whoa. Anyways. Did you know that's on people's timesheets? What? Why? It's in the exact same font and the exact same setup as a stat holiday. Why? I don't know. In the timesheet? They they made me start doing timesheets this year, which was... Which you should have been doing the whole time. You should but... do it then. I put in way more than 40 hours every single week. What, what am I doing right now? You think I'm going to balance this next week? That's I not happening. <laughs> so you should do it too. Anyways, um, this, so this is the first time I ran into it. I thought there was a stat coming up because I just saw the red text. <laughs> So I was like about to announce a stat in our meeting, and then I was like, "Wait, it's Lance's birthday." <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's in there. I think it's very funny. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, it's a VPS company. Apparently, it was Taste the Rainbow, though. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. Uh, be nice to your customers. Yeah. Uh, under promise, over deliver. I mean, oh man, I don't know. It's it's word hard. of mouth is really powerful. So if yeah. you under promise and over deliver. And yeah. are nice to your customers, those customers will very likely stay around and they will very likely bring you other ones. Other than that, I don't think I can say anything too specific. All right, this next one comes from Kenneth. All right, is banned. <laughs> I keep saying it, I can't help myself. I'm just going to say the question. Hi, Linus. I know you drive the Valve Index for VR at home. Does it ever feel outdated or lacking in features to you? If Valve were to release an Index 2, what features would you like to see added? Wireless. Wireless. I hate the cord. The cord 100%, sucks. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, other than that, their lenses just are not as good as Oculus's. It's not even close. And uh, man, the fact that they are still using LCD displays in high-end VR headsets drives me berserk. Give me OLED. Give me OLED. I need that fast pixel uh, yep. switching time. Yeah. Big time. Next question. Billy B, yo, what's up, Linus, Luke, and Colton? Have anything to share about your health? What do you eat? Uh, like, do you eat healthy? Have a great one. Love everything you got. Everything you guys do. How did these? Okay, I know I said be a little more liberal. Okay, so you know what? No, no, good merch message. Good merch message. All right. Um, I wouldn't say I eat super healthy, but I do try to like eat vegetables and stuff. I also try not to overeat. I mean, that's a that's a big one. Um, I often end up not eating too much just because the nature of what I do during the day means that a lot of the time I don't take time it's for food. Busy. Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it, but hey, it's there you go. I was skipping lunches for a really long time for the same reason and now I'm getting uh like uh meal prep stuff. So I just have to heat it up because that's all the time I really have. Um I this is not a recommendation. Blah, 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 blah. What I'm currently doing is overnight oats for breakfast every day with oat milk and blueberries and strawberries and then lunch is chicken breast rice beans and then either an apple and almonds or carrots and hummus and then dinner is chicken breast rice beans and either an apple and almonds or carrots and hummus and that's it you're lying nope okay i've lost 25 pounds in the last i think it's like six months nice that's a lot of money yeah not gonna go into what i eat Next question, <laughs> merch message. 
Nicholas, I just recently finished my second computer that I built into a record player. What's the coolest case or non-case you've built in? Brackets besides the play button. Oh, well, that was obviously what I was going to say. Uh... Okay, well, I'll let Luke go first then. I'm I'm kind of conflicted between either the, the follow bomb. bomb. Yeah. <laughs> or? I want you to guess it. I'll, I'll the be... fire one. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I'm going to get. Come on. You just yeah. Think of... yeah, yeah. Those two for sure. Uh, ultimately, out of those two, I think I'd pick, yeah, the Scraphead Wars for the fire computer. Um, but the follow bomb is pretty sweet too. People are saying that's not enough varied food and stuff. I said, it's not a recommendation. Don't do what I'm doing. It's fine. And I'll, I vary it sometimes. It's okay. I'll be all right. Leave me alone. Nighttime Astronaut says, timesheets are the enemy of motivated employees in a workplace that doesn't actively support a work-life balance. What are you talking about? Timesheets are how you accurately pay people. Yeah, I don't really get it. How on earth are you supposed to accurately pay people if you don't have timesheets? We have like flex time and stuff. Like it's fine. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to be a hater or whatever. Like, hey, thanks for the subscription on Floatplane. Like, for real, love you. But um, you, you do need timesheets. It's just a, a administrative. I mean, nobody likes it, but yeah. Salary? Yeah, that's the, yeah. Well, he's salaried. He's a manager. Got him. Yeah. But then I still have to fill a time. Him sheet, too. This is great. Even though I do more than 40 hours every week. Wow. I could drag on, I could drag the WAN show out for as long as I want. Yeah. And it would cost me no I extra. I would say the same things. Because we're all salary. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Please. Please no. Isn't that a fun trick? <laughs> Did you answer the question, Lance? I don't remember. What uh, was the question? Coolest case. Built oh. Play no. button. No. I'm all taking right, it. going with the play button. Fine. I'm taking it. Fine. Got Next merch, me merch message. Abraham. Hey guys, loving the new merch. What's your take on the new Samsung Fold 4? Especially since Linus has used the Fold 3 as a daily driver. Short circuit coming soon. Nice. Get subscribed. How much does it cost? Is it two grand? It's 1800 US dollars. Sounds good. I don't care. Yep. That's basically it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Next next merch message. I can't say merch. Next merch message you comes from Anonymous. Them. Okay. I'm just going to do that. I always trip over the names. Will labs look at repairability or jailbreaking to extend the life of devices? Not necessarily at the start, but at least down the line. Jailbreaking, very unlikely. I think that's beyond the scope of how they're going to. They're going to evaluate products as they're intended to be used, but I could absolutely see them. Uh, you archived that one already. I was going to look back at the wording. Uh, <laughs> repairability? Yeah, but absolutely repairability would be a major consideration for us when evaluating a product. With that said, we're not looking to replace iFixit. They already do a great job of providing repairability scores for key key new devices. Uh, it's just something that we would consider as we go through and evaluate it as it's intended to be used, not as it's intended to be rebuilt and used. All right, this one comes from Amanda. Good Eve, gentlemen. Does the lab plan to test mics or interfaces that streamers slash content slash content creators commonly use? Also, does the total phase tester also test XLR and TRS cables? As a musician, I've encountered some snake oil there. Mics and interfaces will come. They're a relatively low priority category because they're a relatively low volume category compared to something like CPUs or GPUs. Uh, I don't believe it tests XLR or TRS cables, but that is something that we will be building out the capability to test in the future because we are planning to develop our own line of cables and we won't settle for anything other than the best. Beauty. 
This is ridiculous. What do you mean flex time is just to keep you from actually taking time off? People use their flex time all the time here. Right. If that was the point of it, it is not working. Hold on. Oh, wait. I think they're talking about a different system. Oh. Ours is paid. So it's basically vacation time. And you, yeah, you like take it as it, as if it is vacation time. I think they're interpreting um, being able to have flexible hours. Oh, oh, no, no, no. And being able to like shift your hours oh, around. Oh, no, stuff. flex time is just um, a policy that we introduced uh, back when the COVID lockdowns were starting to become more of a thing, uh, where on top of the legally mandated vacation time, we added two weeks of paid time that is not strictly speaking is it, vacation is it two weeks it's two weeks oh, i thought it was one week i don't know is it a week i don't know colton help uh two weeks okay cool yeah two weeks yeah. Is, is that right yeah it's two weeks now i feel like i'm saying it wrong okay yeah yeah so everyone has two weeks of additional paid time off on top of their vacation time and we call it flex time you because sure? you don't this is after to... your first year i believe oh, okay oh, uh wait. so you don't have to book it ahead of time it's after is the idea. anyways i'm not so sure okay we'll check I'm often not the best at being on top of those types of things, though. So maybe you guys are right. Okay. People use it all this the time. sounds like a lot of time on top of vacation time. Yeah, it is. It's like really inconvenient to schedule around. Yeah. Yeah. But but like, to be clear, we care about people having yeah. good work-life balance. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. It's just from a from a scheduling standpoint, it does have downsides. Luke's sitting there having only used a week. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't used that much, but yeah. <laughs> I've used some of it, though. Like, I yeah, I totally have. I've had stuff happen like it's it's really nice to because there's always the kind of dreaded feeling like if something really negative in your life happens and you're like, okay, I need to take some time off to deal with this. It's like, oh, I have to dip into my vacation time to deal with this thing that is just like horrible and doesn't feel like a vacation. It's kind of nice to be like, no, my vacation time is fine. It will stay there. I will use flex time. I think it's cool. I'm totally down. This merch message comes from Door. Linus, you always mention not consuming long form content. Is it just time constraint or you don't really connect to the format? Uh, it's it's mostly that I just get anxiety when I look at a long runtime on something and I'm just like, I should probably be doing something else. Uh, I'll go do something else. So that's one of the main reasons I'll like never start a new TV show because it's like a you know, 15, 25 hour commitment in a lot of cases, especially if it's an established show that's been running for a long time or, or, or already concluded. And it's just a huge time commitment. And no, no, it's not that I don't connect to the format. It's just that A, time and B, attention span. Like I would never sit and watch an entire TED talk. I just, there's there's no way I could, unless it, unless it was very relevant to my interests like I was it was say, stuff i must know I yeah could, i could think of a couple but like it's i've sat through long presentations i'm fully capable of it but it better be relevant yeah uh sure yeah some of these are not very good colton but that's okay you, you did great um okay so Hey, uh, CM says, thanks for getting me through some tough times to Luke. Hey, no problem. And that, would you start doing more content about cool projects involving computer vision now that you have a CV dev in the lab? I think you're going to see us using our dev as opposed to just making content about computer vision. But in the long term, who knows? Jackson, I've recently started a video production business after freelancing for a while, and it has... 
Whoa, okay, people are sending a bunch of them now. And it has been tough navigating the business part. Did you have help with the business part? Sure did. Uh, Yvonne helped me a lot. I have an uncle who gave me some some pretty good advice at the beginning. Um, yes, I did. I did get help, but I also spent you know the previous six years or whatever it was in a fast-paced business environment at NCIX where I learned a lot. Scrap metal. Love the show. I was curious if you guys would be open to making a video about a budget server slash networking rack setup. Get the lack rack. It's all about the lack rack. The IKEA lack. Oh yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can yeah. just convert it to yeah. the the standard spacing for rack mount equipment. It's super cheap. Yeah, that's what like as far as I can tell, it's what basically everyone does. Yeah. Stefan, Stefan, I believe firmly in the benefits of video games. My sister does not. What kind of system or games could I use to convince her to let me buy my niece a console next year when she is old enough? Interesting. So, mm. step number one: um, respect the wishes of the parents. Yeah. Do not blindside your your sister. Sister, yeah. Do not blindside your sister with the gift. It sounds like you're already you already understand that. Uh, and what you'd like yeah, to do yeah. is convince your sister. Um, I would bring up uh, games that the family can play together. I would bring up the, that parental controls exist. So you can limit the amount of time that can be spent because there might be a concern where like you can enforce the amount of time they can spend while they're home. But if they leave, are they just going to spend all day on it? I'd say the I'd say the um, the the creative and learning benefits of something like a Minecraft uh, vastly outweigh the drawbacks of the screen time boogeyman. Um, but you be, might not convince her. Yeah. I'd be specific about the games that I would suggest, though, and don't just get whatever. Because, yeah, like, Minecraft is very cool for that. There's a lot of other games that are in that type of style where, like, it's a lot of uh, brain power and thought process, which is good, and creativity and whatnot. For Luke, Floatplane hmm. is missing some quality of life features compared to something like YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Floatplane also has a development budget, literally like multiple orders of magnitude smaller than YouTube. But yeah, yes, my, my question is, what is your motivation to add these features as it will increase usage and raise operating costs instead of having supporters still use YouTube? Uh, Floatplane is less about the features and more about supporting us and the content. Content is king. Floatplane has really, really good exclusives right now. Uh, behind the scenes, um, like meet the team, uh, cutting room floor stuff. There's a, there's a lot of really good stuff on Floatplane right now, more than ever before. You notice we're pushing it really hard in the videos lately. That's not because, you know, Luke's team finally got their butts in gear and made a decent platform. They had already done that, uh, the hard work. Um, it's that we finally got around to building out a team that is dedicated to uploading creative, fun content Some over there. Really good stuff up. To make it worthwhile. I would also mention about features. This this year in particular has been really tough for Floatplane due to some um, staffing issues. And I, I think when the term staffing issues gets used these days, it's describing something that is not what I'm describing. Yeah, just under hiring uh, in the first place. Uh, well, I hear it used for that a lot. Well, that's Floatplane definitely had that. Um, okay, yes, the yes. team was always smaller than the uh, our uh, what do you what do you call it? That wasn't the issue this year, though. Uh, yeah, I've been hiring like the entire year, but the Floatplane team hasn't grown at all. Um, they haven't? Nope, not yet. 
Oh, oh that's they will right. be. Yeah, but okay. yeah, not not quite yet. Um, but yeah, we had some other staffing issues more related to people being unable to work for personal reasons, but they were going to come back and they have come back and we're very happy that they've come back. Um, and those staffing issues are solved slash still being solved because Yay. hiring takes a long time. Um, and there are more quality of life features coming down the pipeline. We heard a lot of people talking about the um, wanting to be able to see where they had left off in a video thing. So that's coming. Um, there's lots of other stuff coming. Yeah. Mike D says, thanks for the tip on the gift card, Linus. Quick question. Why do you always joke about firing Colton? He seems like a hardworking and valuable employee. Colton, um, you know that I can tell when you send your own merch messages, right? Uh, I told all right. you. I told all you. Right. If, I told you if you do that again, okay. it's the end. I'll see you later. <laughs> uh what? How did it get? Oh yeah, we started joking about firing. Okay, so first of all, I used to fire Luke all the time. I don't remember how that started. I don't maybe how because it ended maybe because I hadn't even hired you because you worked at NCIX. Like I don't know. It would have been something like that. Like just I'm not sure. Just yeah. a silly. Thing I know we did it all the time on WAN shows. It was mostly a, a WAN show specific. Yeah, thing. yeah. And then firing Luke all the time turned into joking about firing Colton when he copyright striked our own channel oh. for the first time. And I did yeah, it a second time, like right. a week later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, yeah. that's where the fire Colton memes started, and then they kind of morphed into just like internally, just like Colton, right? Like that guy. Um, just in general, and then um, he never actually gets fired because, as you observed, he's a hardworking and valuable employee. So the memes live on, and so does his employment for the time being, if that makes sense. I love it. Um, okay. I love that you curated that message, though. Add to. Shai says, good day from all Australia. Okay, that was that was my best attempt. I'm going to stop that now. <laughs> Excited to get my hands on the new backpack. Pricey, but worth it for all the free content I've consumed over the years. Hey, shout out, Shy. I have a question for Linus. Do LTT employees get a discount in LTT merch, or are they given a set value they can spend per year? I think the internal policy is um, merch is free, but use your common sense within reason. I, Yeah, I I know the remotes, it's a little bit not as easy for them and there's been some people asking like if if we should try to figure something out moving forward i've talked to some other people internally about this but like figuring out a certain amount per year or like something yeah it's gotten to know. the point where it's kind of unmanageable because it's a lot of people if we were to give a backpack to everyone that's like literally five figures of money it's like a a, a person yeah. It's like hiring a person for that year. Yeah. So like so we, we do have to figure out um yeah, I guess we gotta figure out a better way to handle it. Oh, yeah, I'm not point. necessarily sure what the best one is. On the other hand, people on camera have to be wearing the merch. Yep. And you can't force them to buy it unless you are a fast it food might, chain. It might be different. You force it, you to buy your uniform. You wanted to with me back in the day. It uh it might have to be different per role. Did I I wanted you to buy. What did yeah. I want you to buy? You wanted me to stop getting merch for free, and you wanted me to buy it. And I was like, um, I need it to be on camera. What was the context and then you were like, of that? You don't need everything, and I was like, okay, but I'm gonna wear the same shirts on camera all the time. And you were like, ugh. 
This was a, this was a long time ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> like this. a really long time ago. Yeah, it's clearly a stupid idea. So okay. I'm I glad. think this was like 2014. I'm or glad something. we got that. So well, I had no money back then. I think that's why. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you had no money, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I, people on camera are going to need more stuff. So maybe they just have a higher like amount or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. The last thing I want to do is create like internal politics around trying to get on camera so you can get more free shit, though. So I don't know. That's I don't fair. know the right answer. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Steve, Steph Stephen asks, any plan on building DOS gaming PCs in the future? I, I think it'd be cool to do that. Anthony's been bugging me to do something like that for ages. I just keep not getting around to it. It's a matter of time eventually, but it's not happening anytime soon. Lev says, when, if ever, are we going to get RGB LTT merch? Hey, okay. It's not like, you know, lit or anything, but yeah, we, we'd oh, love, okay. we'd love to do some kind of RGB lighting thing or something like that, but it is absolutely not on the roadmap for now. Jose asks, any plans to do a Linux-like challenge, but with Apple, like the full ensemble, iMac, MacBook, Watch? I have tried to do this multiple times. I did the iMac ages ago. And I think I was actually daily driving an iPhone at the time anyway, was I? I don't know. I can't quite remember. But I've tried multiple times since then. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going to put on, I'm going to use, and then I just immediately lose interest. Just, I don't know. I just, it just doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. And it's, it just negatively impacts my quality of life for what i yeah yeah i just can't uh nathaniel how long did it take for you to get expert plus and beat saber um any tips for someone stuck in hard don't do this do this it's this it's, is much faster than this it might be very difficult depending on the like sports and stuff that you've played but you just gotta figure it out it took me quite a while because i'm not used to that type of movement but it was like significantly better once i started being able to pretty much like do it at all <laughs> kevin asks i've seen ads for selling old youtube videos lately have you seen or heard about this you can sell an old mm. youtube video for a one-time payment and the buyer gets all future revenue from it would you ever consider this? Seems weird to me. We were actually approached by a company called Spotter about not selling, because it wouldn't really work that way. It belongs to the channel that it's uploaded to, uh, but about licensing for a certain period of time our back catalog um, where they give you an upfront payment, much like what you're describing. And then over time, they take the recurring revenue from that, uh, that evergreen content that will continue to get views. Uh, they've put a bunch of work into ensuring that their, in, their investors or, you know, their, their company is making, is kind of, you know, beating what they would get just putting the cash into a GIC while also making sure that the creator is getting an amount of money that could be potentially business changing for them. For us, um, you know, we, we, kind of, we thank them for the offer. We actually went through the process a couple of times when we were in situations where we thought we might need the money. And both times we kind of went, well, unless we are going to do something with this cash that makes more than the internal rate of return calculation that they've done for themselves, 
Um, it doesn't make sense. And every time we didn't have a plan for the cash that was going to generate a better return for us. So we figured, well, we're better off just holding the asset and getting the additional payout, even if it takes longer. We've never run out of cash since the first six months of the company starting up. So, um, yeah, if, some, if something had come up where we like really, really needed a million dollars, like now, I think that something like uh, like a spotter deal or something like that could make sense. But I we're not uh, we're not planning anything like that right now, especially not after the initial success we've seen with backpack sales. That Shopify check is going to be wild. Chungo, I, I want to take a selfie with it. That's like more money than I've ever seen in one place in my life by a long shot. To be clear, guys, I just want to, this is not me just YouTuber flexing. Uh, we, we also have a lot of expenses. Like like getting the backpacks made. Like do, do well, yeah, yeah, okay, where's that? I, I, just, I just meant like do the math. We have over 80 people working here now. Even at minimum wage, like our, our annual salaries are like in the millions, right? So we, we actually do need millions of dollars just to operate <laughs> um lawrence says love the enterprise hardware software content any recommendations for a good for you case other than rosewell or iStar usa honestly i haven't looked at it in too long i do know that um i always forget what they're called but they make that case called the cerberus cerberus case oh man what are they called uh sliger Sliger has some cool like rack mount gaming stuff, but I have no idea what you're trying to to do with it. Finally, last one. You gotta Woo, say Travis. It. You gotta say it. You gotta say it properly. Yeah, you gotta say it just like I say it. Yeah. Travis writes, so all right. Um <laughs> how are you liking your Epson projector? I have the previous generation and love it. I love it. I'm trying to get another one, but they are sold out for months everywhere i told epson look i don't even want a sample i want i want to buy it can i buy it they're like sorry bruh no <laughs> come on <laughs> come on i thought i'm an influencer can i not influence you right now <laughs> like, no fine then uh, so i'm waiting because uh, i want a second one so that we can do a video on setting up a 3d projection theater in 2022 you can still do it but it's kind of wild, so I so I want to do it. That's cool. Yeah, that's the that's the plan for that, and that's it for the WAN show. That's all. We will see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. Um, what? Um, so you know we're still live, right? Um. Oh, I'm just <laughs> I got him. <laughs> 